Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Freaks podcast. This week, I'm joined by Chris from our PPC team, and we're going to be talking about thinking beyond the click and considering the importance of conversion rate within your PPC campaigns. Now, that may sound like an extremely obvious point to make and it is also extremely important Um, but often sometimes it gets missed in favor of the detail within the platform so we thought it was a really important subject to talk about really hope you find this one useful if you do as always we're in all the usual standard podcast places so do come and give us uh, a follow subscribe an indication of your appreciation is always appreciated and here we go with the episode thank you very much Wonga, money, performance, results, ROI, buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. But it's all about that, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, so what we're going to talk about, if you're up for it, Chris, yep. is I guess it's taking your eyes outside of the bubble of PPC or Facebook ads, whatever you're running, whatever channel you work on, and looking at the bigger picture and understanding that it's not probably not just your bit that influences it yeah so how does conversion rate impact on what you're doing yeah absolutely i think you made a very good point that it's not just always the ads that are the issue i think a lot of people running ads across various um paid media channels can get caught up if results aren't great of just looking at the ads and the problems of the ads themselves yeah um you need to obviously look beyond the click and see okay is there a reason why people aren't taking the action that you want them to in order to get the results that you want definitely i think it's um it's not kind of an excuse for poor performing campaigns at all no no but it's the fact that there's a bigger picture and a bigger it's one part of a big jigsaw puzzle yeah exactly so um where do you want to start because it's quite a big one (laughs) Yeah, I I guess we just start with like why, I mean, it's kind of common sense, but why conversion rate is so important. Yeah. And across like all marketing channels, conversion rate should be important, obviously. However, when you're actually paying for the traffic, there's an argument to suggest that, you know, conversion rate from paid media is more important than say organic where you're not paying for the traffic. Yep. There's more immediate pressure on it, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think what's, good from a paid point of view as well is that if you wanted to test different elements of conversion rate optimization like split testing landing pages it's great to do that where you can get that immediate traffic through paid yeah and then you know elements that you need to embed in yeah. your organic pages definitely like because you you've come same as me you've come from the world of seo and organic yeah, yeah. for me that's one of the biggest um benefits to working in paid media is like immediate feedback yeah um do you enjoy like how yeah like when you're waiting six months say for a result yeah absolutely just, i think working in seo uh, especially at an agency there was less of a focus on uh conversion rate optimization it was more around like rankings and yeah. um what could we do to improve the page that would that google would ultimately like to boost us up the rankings whereas obviously with paid it's all about conversion rate and yeah optimizing those pages to get the the optimum results yep. uh, in your ads account yep definitely um and then different scenarios dictate a different approach don't they so before we started you're talking about an example of an account um where the cpcs are really high yeah did an episode with rosie on the same sort of thing but yeah. how in those instances the conversion rate and what happens after that click 
is is the the importance of it is just exaggerated isn't it yeah yeah exactly if you're dealing um we've got an account where cpcs are averaging about 250 to 300 dollars and conversion rate is everything in that account so just improving conversion rate on average by 20 percent can massively slash our cpa um as well as generating a lot more leads for our budget yep so conversion rate like you mentioned is definitely exaggerated in those kind of accounts where you need to squeeze every bit of um performance out of your out of your budget as you can yeah when you're paying that amount of money you, yeah you have to don't you exactly you, you cannot be having you know sub 10 percent conversion rates um yep. it, it just wouldn't be viable yep where do you see the responsibility lying because um i think some people when they're working on ppc they're working on ppc that's their job that's their remit um where do you see this whole focus on conversion rate sitting? Because ultimately, I think if we're hired to improve someone's performance, we're hired to improve someone's performance. And yep. if that means focusing on activity that happens after the click, fine. Yep. But what's your take? I think it should be a collaborative approach. But again, like you mentioned, we're tasked with increasing, like improving performance in the ads account, but ultimately helping them achieve their business goals. And... I think a lot of advertisers can probably just get caught up with what's going on in the account, the search mm -hmm. terms that we're driving without looking, okay, is our, are our web pages set up as optimally as possible to get the results that we need? So I think it is literally that holistic approach of looking at everything. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's our job to recommend things uh, to, to improve overall performance, but I think it is a collaborative approach with, in our case, the client um, yeah. with us with ourselves. Yeah, and... It's like we're we're not saying like we're conversion rate optimization no. gurus. Like there's a whole massive like discipline around yeah. that. But like being focused on it as a lever within the journey of improving performance. Yeah. That's where we're coming from, right? Yeah. So if you're I guess on that point, like if you're say if you're running PPC and you know conversion rate's an issue, you've got recommended tools, a recommended approach, where would you start as a as a thing? Yeah, so first off, I think there's some um I know you mentioned we're not experts, but I think there's some kind of like CRO basics that every yes. website should follow. So things like um you know, have you got testimonials and reviews on your page? Have you got uh, enough CTAs to get them to take the action that they want? Yeah. Is your copy short, sharp and, you know, not over the top, like informational wise? Is it, is it getting people to take the action that you want? If you're an e-commerce site, do you have things like finance options? I think yeah. all of these things are CRO 101. So that's yep. firstly where we would start. Yeah. You know, is the page... Does it have these things? Is there sort of quick wins that we can add to improve conversion rate optimization? Yeah, and sometimes it's actually the the product or the product market fit, isn't it? It's not even about the web page. It's yeah. about um, is the pricing right for that product? How does it stack up against the competition? Like, yeah. There's so many elements towards a successful, non-successful performance marketing campaign. Agree. Um, on the point of like these basic 101s um it's i guess it's for us what we can do or like what anyone should be able to do is spot what those things are or what they're what might be missing yeah or look in analytics data and find out you know what's going on yeah um and there's so many tools 
on that side as well, aren't there? So GA, yep. Hotjar, yep. um, live chat, yep. whatever live chat you tend you know yep. you want to use. There's lots of tools to try and gather information and find out what might be going on. Yeah. Really good point. And I think with um, one really good example, we could talk about the e-commerce project we're working on. Yeah. Uh, the City Scooter. Nice plug. Uh, yeah. If you, need a, <laughs> if you need a scooter. Get um, prepared for when they become legal. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously that, I mean, it's a hard sell, isn't it? Because we're waiting for the law to change. But yep. we have started selling. Yeah. Um, just kind of got through month one, uh, which is great. Um, sold a bunch of scooters, which is brilliant. Um, and it's it's interesting looking at it from this side with a brand new business, right? Because our approach with the PPC, Facebook ads, et cetera, et cetera, it's really been about buying data, hasn't yes, it? Yeah. And then using tools like Hotjar, um, analytics, et cetera, to find out where the blockers are. Yeah. So in our case, add to cart. And then what I found really interesting with like using live chat as a tool to investigate why definitely is really interesting, isn't it? Definitely. I think, yeah, you made a really good point that um, it very much has been about buying data. And then month two is a big focus for us is um, how can we improve, I guess, conversion rate at each step of the funnel? Yeah. And it, it's a really good point, actually, that a tool like GA, you can see where for specific campaigns, users are dropping off. So, And that might influence uh, your conversion rate optimizations decision. So if you see that users are coming on the page and bouncing straight off, maybe you need to provide a little bit more information. Embedding a product video could be really yep. good. If you see that actually the add to cart rate is really strong, but they're not taking that um, next step to, to check out, could you introduce something like a finance option where yep. users pay over three installments or 12 yep. month installments? So yep. looking at that data will give you kind of different CRO recommendations, if you like. Yeah, and also just points to investigate. Yeah. So um, look, we, we got loads out of live chat Yeah. purely from an investigative point of view. Yeah. And I think also the headspace of you have to go into detective mode and you have to really want to dig into this stuff and find out what's going on yeah but live chat was great because you're like oh everyone's asking questions about finance or everyone's asking questions about like the returns policy or stuff like that and you're like oh okay they're clearly um patterns that are emerging from people who are on the product pages not quite adding to cart and it takes a bit of the guesswork out and yeah that's the approach we're taking anyway and so yeah. far kind of so good but yeah I think you, the mindset of going into like a detective frame of mind yeah. is quite important as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, what about B2B? So um, we use Unbounce quite a lot. Yes, yeah. What's your, because the approach is so different, isn't it? When you're trying to get someone to add a product to their basket versus trying to get someone to complete a form for a high value service. Yeah different different things yeah yeah exactly um yeah you mentioned that we use unbounce it's a great tool with kind of conversion rate optimization in mind uh really simple to use so drag and drop and i think what's great about it is that you can split test different variations of the the landing pages so yeah what we're doing at the moment for a client is testing like a long version of the page versus a short version of the page oh uh, yes and seeing um 
you know, do users prefer having more information? And by more information, I think sort of like longer paragraphs of text, yep. embedding a video on the page versus just short snappy to the point, this is what we offer and this is what the action that we want you to take. So yeah. we don't have uh, conclusive data at the moment, but I think... It's another, the approach though, isn't it? It's the approach, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I yeah. think that's starting with a very clear um, hypothesis yeah. of... Um, does this cost? Yeah, exactly. Do, do people need more information or don't they need more information? Yep. Let's test that as a theory first. Yeah. But it's great for being able to move things around, try different things, personalize head, headlines, that yep. that type of stuff. It's really, really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great tool and um, they have some great templates as well. So if you don't know a huge amount about conversion rate optimization, you can have faith that all of their templates have conversion rate in mind yeah they're they're definitely a good starting point aren't yeah, they yeah exactly for sure actually like a lot of tools are quite affordable like yeah. unbounce doesn't cost a massive amount of money no um you know tools like google optimize doesn't cost a massive amount of money I yeah i think some of it's free have to believe so and, yeah. yeah yeah look at that um live chat depending on what you use you know, hot jar, there's a free option. Yeah. So you can kind of go and gather information sure. in a fairly cost effective manner, can't you? Yeah. Um, what would you say, like, as a, what would your one big piece of advice be for someone who's sat running a PPC campaign and the conversion rate isn't stacking up? Um, what's your, what's your big piece of advice? Well, first thing I'd check if the conversion rate isn't what expected, check the traffic that you're generating first and foremost. So it could be that, you know, you're, you're just generating irrelevant traffic to the product or service that you're offering. Um, if you review all your search terms, for example, and you're confident that the traffic is, you know, relevant and people just aren't taking the action that you want them to on site, then I'd say it's definitely a conversion rate optimization yeah. issue. In which case I think split testing um, is super important. And I'd, with split testing, I think you really need to keep as much of the page consistent as possible yep. to try and find that one thing or a couple of things potentially that are holding people back from yep. from making that action. Yep, yep, definitely. I think my biggest piece of advice would be to not, I guess, to look at it. Yeah. It's like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Because... So often you go, right, well, I'm performance marketing, so I'm running the PPC or I'm running the paid social. Oh, the ROAS isn't great. It must just be my ads or it must be the market or it must be. Yeah. And and knowing whether or not it's a conversion rate issue yeah. is the first step. Yeah, great and, point. I know that sounds so obvious. Yeah. People are probably listening to this going, yeah, of course. But like so many people are just trapped in their own little bubble and they don't look outside of Google ads. And yeah. The minute you start to take a look at Google Analytics and what products are selling, what products aren't selling, blah, 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 blah. Like that's the first step and it yeah. puts you in the mindset of looking at it as a potential thing. Exactly. I reckon that's the biggest. Yeah. For me anyway, that would be my biggest piece yeah. of advice. You're so right. It's like looking beyond the click and yeah. the the holistic picture of what's yeah. going on rather than just like Getting my ads yeah. aren't great or yeah. I'm not targeting the right yeah. keywords or something. Yeah. And actually, again, like the whole city scooter thing, it's like you look at it and you go, well, month one, of course the ROAS is awful. Yeah. It's a new business. Yeah. Um, 
it's a difficult, <laughs> not the easiest product. Um, of course, the Raris is awful. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do at the moment with the ads. No. And that's actually a great point, actually. Like, nothing. Because to do we're with the selling ads. scooters that people can buy elsewhere at, you know, competitive pricing. Yep. You know, what things can we introduce that competitors aren't? So Why would someone buy from us? Why would someone buy yeah. from us? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the finance option that we're trying to work through to like getting people 12 months interest-free finance. Yeah. That could be a real sort of like USP for, for us. So yeah, uh, if you want a 12 month uh, <laughs> interest-free e-scooter. Yeah. But it's, but it's that whole, you know, if you're, if you are starting a new e-commerce business, the chances are the success isn't, it's got at the moment anyway, initially it's not, it's not the ads. It's the, what you know everything else on the site like why would someone buy from you and yeah. not someone else why like what's stopping someone adding a product to the cart and once you figure those things out then you put them into your ads then you start kind of working on it but yeah. it's interesting again like the perspective you get from that is is quite cool isn't it yeah yeah i completely agree because you're i mean it's not like you've <laughs> your ads on that are pretty good <laughs> Search traffic's relevant. Hang on, I'm going to go and... Um... <laughs> Again, great point though. So like if you are somebody that's starting up a, a brand new e-commerce brand, don't get disheartened if the first couple of months... No, of course. ...you're not seeing a, a, you know, a positive return on investment. Use it as a period to... You know, you're buying data, as you mentioned earlier on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Well, on that note, thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for having me on. And... Uh, We'll see you back on another one soon. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you very much. So much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.